0: Welcome to episode 150 of the New York City K-Pop Queens Podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. This week, we're going to talk about Jisoo from Blackpink. Finally, she has a solo release. The single is called Flower. We'll give you our thoughts on that. Bam Bam from Got7. His new release is called Sour and Sweet. We'll let you know if we think it's sour or sweet. Ha ha ha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then our girls billy they have a new release it's called the village of perception chapter three uh the single i believe is called unia forgive me That's that's a tough one <laughs> um, it's a tough one <laughs> it's a tough one of course we have a fun quiz as always emily will get you all caught up with all the latest in k-pop news song of the week all the fun stuff Emily, how are you this week?
1: I'm great. I'm recovering from Stray Kids LA stadium uh, shows. I'm so going to give you guys a full review before we get into our uh, new music releases this week. It was fun. It was really special. It was also very cold. You know, LA gets cold at night. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've I've had a a slow week recovering from the festivities of this weekend, but I'm doing well. How are you this week, Charity?
0: Good. I had so much FOMO watching the videos of Mm. everyone at the the Stray Kids concert. So jealous.
1: Yeah, it was weird you not being there. I was just like, ah. But I tried to keep Charity in the loop. I was sending her pictures and videos and told her all (laughs) about the show. So uh, you were there in spirit. Welcome, to our loyal queendom. Welcome to episode 150. Like Charity said, we've been doing this for 150 weeks. We are happy to have you tuning in yet again to hear our opinions on K-pop. We appreciate you listening every week. So thank you for joining us. If this is your first time listening to the New York City K-pop Queens podcast, welcome. We're happy to have you. We do this podcast once a week. New episodes come out every Friday. So hopefully you like what you hear. Um, give us a follow on social media, NYC K-Pop Queens. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We post different stuff on each one. Please feel free to give us a follow. Let us know where you're listening from. We love connecting with our listeners and our queendom. We have the best community in all of K-pop podcasts, in all of podcasts. Let's be real. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you guys so much to everyone that has reached out. We appreciate you so much. Speaking of our queendom, Let's get to some poll results, Charity. We ask these poll questions every week. Uh, these are done on Twitter. So if you want to participate in the polls, make sure you're following our Twitter account, NYC K-Pop Queens. Charity mentioned that we are talking about Blackpink's Jisoo this evening. She finally got her solo debut release, two songs. So it wasn't exactly like an EP or an album, but we did get two brand new songs. So we had to ask you, Queendom, of these two songs, which one's your favorite? Flower or all eyes on me? Charity, I think we'll wait till the review. Okay. But our Queendom, 62% chose flower, 38% all eyes on me. Are you surprised?
0: Um no. And I'll leave okay. With that.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. I, I would go with you on that one too. I
1: think, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So this week in K-pop, a lot happened. Jimin um, set records. He did amazing on his, speaking of solo debuts, he did amazing Mm -hmm. with his solo debut. And then there was a little bit of controversy around a weekly show performance. If you guys are not familiar with Korean weekly shows, if you're currently promoting an album, a song, a new release, you go on these weekly shows, you perform, and then there's a winner. And it's based on like sales and fan votes and stuff like that. It's exhausting for the idols. It feels like there's a lot of weekly shows that they have to kind of do the rounds on while promoting. And Jimin won for um, Like Crazy. And then during the encore stage, there were some issues vocally with the performance. I probably don't have to tell you guys all of this. This was really trending all over social media. If you're a K-pop fan, you saw it. Of course, this brings a lot of discourse with fandoms Mm -hmm. and a lot of Fans of him and his group were saying it doesn't matter. Jimin's the best. He outsells your faves. He does numbers. You know, their numbers will always be number one. That seemed to kind of be the argument. That doesn't matter because he's the most popular artist. So we had to ask you guys, what's more important to you as a fan? Is it the the talent or is it setting records and doing numbers? Because in K-pop, this whole thing of numbers – for YouTube videos, for sales, for everything seems to be the fuel behind a lot of like fandom wars, right? And and it does seem very important the way a Mm -hmm. lot of fans talk about it. So we're just curious, is this more important to you? Because I think for certain fandoms, it definitely is, whether they admit it or not. What do you think, Charity? Would you rather have your faves get number one records and set records and, you know, be the most whatever- Or just really talented, but maybe not as commercially successful.
0: Really talented.
1: Same, 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 same. I think it's more important that people, when you see them perform, can back it up. And and this is, and I want to be clear, this is no shade to Jimin. We've seen him perform multiple times. You know, BTS got us into K-pop. Jimin has killed it multiple times. So this is no shade to him. This just kind of got us thinking about the subject matter and the way Mm -hmm. K-pop fans look at it. Um, I'm with you. I want talents more important to me than popularity. Um, yeah. and a hundred percent, a hundred percent of our queendom agreed. Every single person that saw this poll question said talent over setting records and numbers. That's
0: why they're a queendom.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. think K-pop fans agree. Whether they admit it or not, um, mm-hmm. hitting those milestones, hitting those numbers, it's a big deal. And I and I get that, but I think at the end of the day, I want to be proud when I see my faves singing a cappella into microphone. Like, yep,
0: mm-hmm. talent.
1: Yeah. So that was unfortunate. I think it was unfortunate, and I'm sure Jimin will rebound. He'll be fine, but you know, you never having a bad performance that's picked apart is a nightmare for any performer. Um, yeah. So I I felt for him last week. Uh, again, he's doing fine. He's setting records. We'll get to that in the news. Um, and then the last question. This came up when I was at the Stray Kids concert, and I've seen this a lot since 2020. So at the concert, I went Friday night and Sunday night. And on Friday, I was asking everyone around me, like I always do, like we all do. When I sit down, I just say, who's your bias? And I've got to be honest, no one around me had a bias. I heard, ooh, I I don't know how to say his name. I like them all. I don't have a bias in this group. And then... During the concert, I noticed it was a little quiet in my section. So for those of you wondering, I was in section 110. I was very close to the stage in the lower bowl. And maybe half of the people knew the words to the songs. I've noticed that a lot at K-pop concerts since the pandemic, since 2020. And it got me thinking about, I think there's a lot of people that just go to every K-pop concert they can go to, even if they don't like the group. Mm -hmm. So I asked, you know, do you go to K-pop concerts, even if you're not a fan of the group? 64% said yes, 36% said no. Um, And I'm not surprised. That's kind of what I've seen. I think that there's this whole thing about being a K-pop fan and you go to every concert you can. Um, I try to only go to the concerts that I'm a big fan of because, you know, these are expensive. Yeah. It's expensive to go to all these shows. So I want to be a fan. Now – For us, we're multis, and we love a lot of these groups, so we do go to a lot of shows. But there's certain groups I'm not as passionate about, and I'm not going to spend $500 to go see a stadium show if I don't even know the members' names. Like, that's, to me, that's not um, something I'm going to do. But a lot of people do, and based on this poll question, a lot of people do. 64% said, yeah, they'll go to any K-pop concert, even if they're not a fan of the group. Okay. Got it. I mean maybe if the tickets were free, I'd have a different opinion. Yeah, but it's a, there you
0: go. That's different. It's, <laughs> yeah.
1: Of yeah. <laughs> and I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a right or right. Exactly. I don't think there's a yeah. right or wrong, but I have noticed it the past few years that being a K-pop fan has kind of taken on a life of its own, which means at the concerts, there's no more fan chants. I haven't heard a fan chance mm, since 2019.
0: So sad. And
1: at least half of the people don't know the words. Um, so no. I think for, You know, people who maybe alt a group, you know, going to a Stray Kids show, I want to be around people that know the words. (laughs) It's nice to all sing together. I don't want to hear only my voice. Um, But I'll get to more of that when I give a review of the show. Thank you all so much for voting. There's no right or wrong answer to these. It's always just interesting for us. Like, this is a perfect example of like, well, I'm not going to all the K-pop shows. All right. A lot of you guys are. A lot of you want to go to K-pop shows as much as possible. I don't blame you. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Queendom, let's get to some Queendom shout outs. Thank you guys so much for voting. We appreciate hearing your take. And we see where you're listening from every week. We have listeners from all over the world. It's amazing. We appreciate you and love you. So Queendom shout out Miami, Florida, Rayford, North Carolina, Ithaca, New York, Houston, Texas, Fort Collins, Colorado. Brisbane, Australia. We've had a lot of Australia at New Zealand mm-hmm. listeners the past couple of weeks. I have a feeling there's some stays in, in that group. So thank you guys for listening. We see you. We love you. All of our international queendom in Philippines, Taiwan, Croatia, Dubai, we see you. Thank you so much for listening. And this week's special queendom shout out. It has to go to Meg, Hannah, and Sham.
0: Woohoo! Mm-hmm.
1: I, I got a chance to hang out with these ladies over the weekend listeners of the podcast, friends, uh, and then finally getting to meet in real life. It's just such a blessing. I had the best time with you ladies and I'm so happy that we're now real life friends. So shout out to you and shout out to all of the Queendom stays out there. There were a lot of you at the concerts on Friday and Sunday. I apologize if I didn't get a chance to meet you in person. Um, It's so hard meeting at concerts. It's really chaotic and exciting. And you're trying to coordinate cell phone coverages again. It's yeah, it's a lot. So apologies if I didn't get a chance to uh, meet you face to face, but I want to give a shout out to all my fellow stays who were here in LA over the weekend. It was a magical weekend. Um, I hope you enjoyed your time and hopefully I will see you next time. So shout out queendom stays. We love you. Let's get to it. It's going to be a little bit of a monologue here because unfortunately Charity was (laughs) not with me this weekend. Stray Kids. They closed out the Maniac Tour here in LA with two stadium shows at BMO Stadium. Okay, so let me get to kind of the logistics of it and then I'm going to give you my thoughts on night one and night two. So BMO Stadium is a soccer stadium, which means it's wider than most like American football stadiums. So This means, like, you're farther away from the middle of the stage, like, than most stadiums, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I had really good 100s close to the stage. But even when I zoomed in on my phone, I couldn't see them in detail. Uh. So you had to kind of, like, look at the screen. So that's just something to know if you're ever going to BMO. I'm not really, like, a floor person. I prefer seats. And I had a great view of, like, the whole thing. But it was really hard to see them in detail unless you were on the floor because you're so far back from that stage. Luckily, the screen was right by me and I could see everything. So I got really great pictures and videos of the screen. So that was, that totally worked. Stadium shows can be great or they can be mediocre. I don't think the sound in BMO Stadium was the best. Mm-hmm. It's just not the best sound. That's it. Uh, these are just the technical things on the stadium. <laughs> But I will say the image of Stays waving their light sticks in unison Mm. and singing along like with that many people, it's very powerful. It was very, very powerful to be part of that crowd, whether they knew all the members' names or not. You know, you're in this collective experience together. And with that that many people and those many light sticks, it was exciting. So it was really, really cool to see that many people for Stray Kids. Where they've come in a very short amount of time is – it would be mind boggling, but if you listen to the podcast, you know, Charity and I called this years ago. We said they're going to mm-hmm. be the biggest group in the world. And uh, yeah, here we are, LA State Two sold out stadium shows. Friday night, they were hyped. They were hyped. You could feel that it was a big deal for them. They understood what this was. Uh, JYP was in the building, which a student called out. He was like, We made JYP come to LA. He was kind of teasing him. It was really funny. And then meanwhile, Chan didn't show his abs. He was like on his best behavior. But Ien did. Ien pulled up his shirt and showed his abs. And he has been working Ooh. out. Our, our youngest is growing up, Charity. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Han did Wish You Back, which I, I love that song. And it was really special to see that live. Sugman did stay. And he said the F word, which was great Ooh. again when JYP was there like he's such a like potster I love him he is really sassy and funny a similar setlist to what we saw with the Maniac tour last summer so it's not like there were dramatic changes you know new songs mm-hmm. here and there and it was exciting to see some of the new songs but my favorite part is always that live band section with like thunderous domino and god's yeah. menu when Chengbin does his rap acapella he's amazing and then I love Star Lost. I love Haven. It was a great performance. And as a loyal stay and someone who roots for these guys so hard, you know, it's emotional. It's emotional to see where they are because you're watching people's dreams come true in real time mm-hmm. and you're in the room with them. And I think I had that feel on Friday. They they were really happy. So it was very, very cool to see. And then Sunday, that was day two, uh, Hyunjin did Love Untold, which... Mm. Everyone knows that's like a really emotional song he wrote when he was on hiatus. So that was emotional. And it was really cute. Like the three, the other three Muddy Water members sat down on the stage and watched him with like adoring eyes. And at one point he forgot to keep singing the chorus towards the end and Han jumped in and it was just, it was precious. It was very special and precious. Um, I think the most special thing for me on day two, because I've never experienced this at a K-pop concert yet, It was the last stop of the tour, which means the staff surprised them with a video, a a fan video. So Uh they sat down and watched this video of fans saying why they love Stray Kids and how Stray Kids changed their life and what they mean, like what Stray Kids mean to them. It was so emotional. It was just, oh my God, I was crying. I was just like, this is, you know... People outside of K-pop may not get it, but if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you do because you're listening to a podcast <laughs> about K-pop. Uh, when you're really into a group, it's life-changing. It is life-changing. There's something very powerful that kind of happens and that and it can give you strength and hope and inspiration mm-hmm. and something to look forward to and something to get excited about. And all of a sudden, you're part of this like global family of people who feel the same way and who love the same thing. That is powerful. That's a really yeah. powerful thing that I don't think every genre or every music act can say. With K-pop, it really is there. And my friend who came with me on Sunday, he's not a fan of K-pop. He had never been to a pop concert, and he said during that moment, he's like, "This is like a church." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. you're not. Yeah. Wrong. You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. It really is. K-pop really is a religion." People find it when they need to, and it changes their lives, and it influences your daily behavior. I mean, it really is when you think about it. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Sunday during the ments, you know, it was very emotional, obviously. But Han is who really killed me. No surprise there. You know, I'm always – like Han and I are similar. I think he's I, – I always get Han, you know, in his songs. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the podcast, I always have an emotional reaction to his stuff. And he said, "Your existence saved my life." Aww. Oof. And oh, you know like goodness. same, same. A lot of us can say the same thing back to you and can say the same thing back to the whole group or to their favorite group. Yeah. You know, it's such a reciprocal, yeah. um, intense, loving fan and artist relationship. So that just killed me. Sugman was funny during his. He, he said, don't go to other K-pop group concerts. Only us. You have to be loyal <laughs> to us. And then when they were leaving, like, he was the last one to go down, you know, kind of into the trap door. And he did it again. He's like, don't go to other K-pop concerts. So Sugman's like, no <laughs> Maltis. You guys need to be loyal to us. It was funny. Um, it was really funny. The The whole experience was emotional for me because I'm just so proud of them. That's what I kept thinking. Yeah. I'm so freaking proud of these kids. Like, they deserve the world and they've worked so hard. And when you think about the time, like when they do Elevator now, they were busking in the streets doing that song like four years ago. And now they're yeah. at a sold out stadium in LA. That's a quick rise. That's I mean, yeah. They're at the top, and I cannot wait to see where they go from here, but I'm scared. Um, I know. Because I have that feeling, you know, as Army BTS fans, I will never forget MetLife in 2019. That BTS stadium tour was phenomenal. And for me, that was the peak. And then things started changing with them and their music and everything else. I pray that Stray Kids just stay true to themselves and keep giving us these shows for years to come. You know, I, I think... They're very different groups and things are different, but there's always that fear of once a group gets too big, what's going to happen. I want them to get so big that they never have to worry about money for them or their family or anyone for the rest of their lives. Like I want them to be as big as possible. But as a fan, I just have this little worry that I'm like, oh no. I know. You know what
0: it means when that happens.
1: Yeah, we've been through it and it sucks. But I also think that straight kids have a chance for that not to happen because – They have the best leader in Mm K-pop. And at this point, I'm just going to say, in my opinion, it's not even close. And you can see it in not only in the way Chan carries himself, but in the other member's behavior. These guys Mm -hmm. are friends, and they love each other, and they root for each other, and they take care of each other. And the leader has set this selfless tone that the others have followed, And, and you can see it. They're just a different... Type of group, and I think that's why it's fun to see them live, because there's a real comfort on stage that they're friends. There's a casualness there that you don't see at many K-pop concerts. You know, they're not as robotic and kind of just going through the motions. They're they're always mm-hmm. joking around. They're always doing something. Um Lino was like chasing Hanjin, and he fell so hard, and it was funny. He was okay, <laughs> so it was funny. But it was yeah. funny, like. But they they have fun. They have fun. Every show I've seen of Stray Kids, they have fun, and they seem like they're friends. And if you go to a lot of K-pop shows like Charity and I, you don't get that mm-hmm. feeling from all the groups. It seems mm-hmm. like a job, and it seems more robotic for a lot of them. So there's something there, but I think it's a trickle down from Chan. I think he's, um, besides how immensely talented he is, I think he really cares about the other seven guys, and they care about him, and they care about each other in return. Mm-hmm. so here's to years and years and years more of amazing stray kid shows next time charity <laughs> we're going together and it's going to be the best yes. show ever um i i picture stray straight kid stadium tour in the u.s is going to be next i don't know if we're going we're ever going back to arenas mm. i know selfishly, i'm like no i want the smallest mm-hmm. venue possible no, I
0: know. But, but i just but i get like it
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know sound is better for sure um Quickly bias talk, Hyunjin. Y'all, I'm not walking away from him. I would die for him. (laughs) He gets more and more confident every show. He is so comfortable in his skin. He makes it look effortless while still kind of showing that trademark quirkiness that makes me love him so much. He's just a star and he killed it. Mm -hmm. I will say my wrecker for these two shows, Sugman. Sugman is, he's funny talented and he looks like a prince right now they have freed the forehead charity and it is a game mm. changer he's stole focused for me a lot these two shows i'm always blown away by how bold and confident felix is in person it's different than their filmed content yeah all eight members looked great they gave it their all they all killed it it was just a really it was really special and i'm just so so proud of you stray kids it was great maniac was great i'm sad maniacs over but that means we have a whole new chapter to get into. and I know. Stray Kids haven't let us down yet. They're not going to. It's going to be amazing. So congratulations to Stray Kids on the Maniac Tour. Cannot wait for the next one. Um, We will be there supporting. And again, shout out to stays. Like, yeah, some of the people around me weren't like diehard stays. But the crowd was very friendly. And it was a really good time. A lot of amazing stays and great costumes. Uh, per usual. They wear outfits, you know, from the music videos and all different stuff. There's always unique looks at K-pop concerts. Mm -hmm. Um, There were tons in LA this weekend. So shout out to everyone who went to the concert and Stray Kids fans. It was a special experience and I'm blessed and grateful that I got to experience it with you all. Okay, (laughs) monologue over. Let's get to some new music (laughs) reviews. Jisoo from Blackpink, she debuted in Blackpink in 2016 under YG. This is her first ever solo release. She's the last of the four girls to get a solo release. It's a single album called Me, and the single is called Flower. Okay, Charity, let's get into this. What did you think of Flower? Uh, So I
0: liked it. (laughs) <laughs> there it is. But, and there's a pause when there's a breath. Go on. There it is. <laughs> um, I was not blown away. Um, it yeah. was pretty much what I ex- kind of expected. Um, I wasn't expected to be blown away. I was kind of hoping maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she sounded really pretty. It was a cool, snappy beat. I thought the instrumentation was interesting. But not a lot of dynamics whatsoever. It was just kind of very, um, yeah, uh, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: No, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? I mean, I like that bass line and beat and the kind mm-hmm. of like plucky string instrumentation is cool. Look, the production's always good on their songs, but I mean, it sounds like, a Blackpink song produced by Black Label. It sounds like every other Mm -hmm. song that they've put out. Their solos all sound the same. Their music all sounds the same at this point. It's just like and doesn't mean the music's bad but at a certain point, give us something else.
0: You know, and K-pop
1: innovation is king. Comebacks are a big deal because you get something different. I haven't heard Mm -hmm. or seen anything different from these girls in years. Yeah. The only different one was Love Sick girls. Then they went right back to the formula.
0: Oh, yeah. That was such a good song.
1: Um, And we, yeah. Like you mentioned, there's not a lot of dynamics. We get some melodic variation in the pre-chorus, but there Mm -hmm. aren't a lot of dynamics here vocally. The chorus is 100% instrumental, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. My my bottom line sentence for this song is, fans will love it. For everyone else, it's forgettable. Mm, It's a good way to put it. Yeah, I don't think it, it's no. not the worst song, but I'm not running no, back to yeah. listen to it and nothing yeah. blew me away. Um, of course, it'll do numbers. Blackpink has a of big loyal fan base, but that doesn't mean it's a good song. Uh- <laughs> what about the music video? What do you think of that? Okay. Um, well, it starts <laughs> in a hotel room and then she's like in this beautiful gown with pearl earrings and this kind of big pearl necklace and she's kind of dancing and... There's street scenes where she's dancing and they have kind of a cool effect with this hand flower choreography. There's male and female dancers. Um, it reminds me of a lot of black pink stuff before, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of really pretty hair and makeup and outfits. I think it's hard to do amazing choreography with this song maybe, but yeah, I wasn't yeah. blown away by the dancing. I've got to be honest, her choreography when she's wearing the gown and walking, she's doing like arm movements Uh, Mm -hmm. that's very Taylor Swift to me. And in that vein, I'm just going to say beautiful gowns and keep it moving. Beautiful gowns. If you don't know what that means, just Google it. Um, that's my whole, that's my, my view on this debut. Beautiful gowns. What did you think?
0: Yeah. I mean, she looks really pretty. Um, lots (laughs) of high fashion outfits. I liked the asymmetrical black dress. The mint dress was really pretty, was perfect for spring. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of pretty dresses, yep. The choreography was very flowy, but again, like, not hard to do, very easy to follow. The arm movements, they did it a lot in the concert, and honestly, it really distracted me, I'm just going to be honest. Like, those arm movements, so distracting.
1: And it it doesn't even go with the rhythm. It's just this, like, weird, like...
0: noodle arm blah 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 like what and they did it so much during the concert it was so distracting yeah I don't think the girls are like let me do this I think they're like this is what you need to do when you're singing to so you're not just standing there
1: yeah but like there's no dynamic performance it's like no yeah there was I, I thought this was I mean there's nothing coming through uh the screen on this one
0: no at all I didn't feel any emotion I mean was she going through breakup? uh I couldn't I have no idea I have no idea it could have been the happiest day of
1: her life it could have been the happiest day of her life or or a funeral it was the there was no there was nothing happening there's nothing happening there (sighs) yeah it's yikes (laughs) yikes yeah. <laughs> but whatever you know everything yeah. everything's not for everyone not for
0: everyone uh, yeah
1: exactly fans like yeah. it and fans like blackpink because mm-hmm. they're so beautiful and they wear gorgeous outfits and you know a lot of fans aren't into k-pop strictly for the music and that's totally fine everyone has a different framework of what they like um for us this just doesn't work and this isn't what we're into but hey
0: she's our opinion is you know not gonna hurt her say? numbers <laughs> they're very digestible
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know for people yep. that are maybe a little like on the k-pop fence um yep yep i feel yep. Like yep. it's it's just it's very digestible that's what how i would kind of categorize them
1: mm-hmm. anyway. simple yeah. yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah.
1: nothing wrong with that just not not our yeah. cup of tea but you know what about the other song allies on me what did you think of that one
0: I actually like this one more so that's why okay. I wasn't surprised by the poll results but I wouldn't pick flower over this one okay. this one was a little more upbeat a uh, really cool beat I like the melody of the instrumental in the chorus so that she sounded really pretty it had more dynamics it just was yeah um, more yeah for me I liked it better what about you did you like it more
1: I like this one. It's traditional sounding electro pop song. It's yeah, I think it's yeah. a little more fun. And like you said, maybe like it's a little mm-hmm. bit more upbeat. There's more going on here. I will say what's interesting. It's another one where the chorus is mostly instrumental. So we've got mm-hmm. two songs where she's barely on the chorus. And, you know, it says all eyes on me, but it feels like they're trying to do everything they can to showcase every other aspect of the song, but her voice and who she is. Yeah. Because this whole thing yeah. supposed to, it was called me. It's supposed to be like her solo debut. And it just felt like I don't walk away from this, getting a feel of who she is as an individual artist or as a person any more than I had coming in. So I'm not, this just, it just doesn't work. I'm just, yeah, this just wasn't for me. This just didn't, didn't do it for me. No shade. But when you wait this long to debut an artist and this is what you give us, it's, I I gotta be honest, Uh, you know, a little disappointing. A little disappointing. But like I said, she's her numbers aren't going to hurt because we don't like a song. It's not a big deal for her. Yeah. her. fans are loving it. She's breaking records all over the world with this. So this is just our opinion. But yeah, it wasn't my favorite. It's fine. Yeah. Should we play a clip so Queendom can hear what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. This is Jisoo's debut single. It's called Flower.
0: It's it's fine.
1: It's fine. It's I just don't think it's that great. And I think something that like bothers me is I feel like any of the girls could have done this song. Like mm-hmm. their solo releases are pretty interchangeable. Um yeah. except for maybe Lisa cuz Lisa is a really good rapper. But yeah. I think like this these songs could have been on a Blackpink album and all four of them could have been on it, you know. Yeah. Um it just it's just not the most dynamic debut if you're introducing yourself as a solo artist. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't break away from the group image or sound enough for me to really love it. Yeah. Eh, all right. Mm. Well, anyways. <laughs> anyways, congratulations. On. <laughs> Moving on. Moving uh, on. Let's get to Bam Bam. <laughs> Bam Bam debuted in GOT7 in 2014 on JYP. He's done a few solo releases. We've reviewed them on the podcast. You can go back and find them. This is the newest one. He gave us an album with eight songs. It's called Sour and Sweet, and this single is called Sour and Sweet. Is it sour or sweet? Let's talk.
0: I was going to ask you: <laughs> Is it was it sour or sweet for you, Emily?
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to say I'm going to say this is sweet. I think I think Sour and Sweet is very like on trend. It's synth pop. It's simple. There's nothing too crazy or innovative here, but I think it works. The chorus yeah. is catchy with Bam going mm-hmm. up into some vocal effects on that sweet. You know, it kind of stays in your ear the way he goes up on that. So I think it's memorable and I think it works. The lyrics say I can be sour and sweet more than what you see. I get it. There's some depth here. It's short too. It's a very short song. It's under three minutes. So I think it's a good song, but... This album has way better tracks than the single would lead you to believe. So I'm excited to talk about the other tracks because I think the – I wouldn't have made this one the single probably. Um, It's fine, but there's a lot more better stuff. What
0: did you think of Sour and Sweet? We are on the same page. Um, You know, love that cool synth that seems to be the new trend. Love it. It's a very retro feel, which I'm a big fan of. I love the beat. I thought the chorus got stuck in my head really easily. It's got a kind of easy vibe to it. I like mm-hmm, how the song mm-hmm. is, you know, about everyone. And it has two sides to them, which we all do. Um, yep, Trying exactly. to have depth. It's a fun song. Yeah, I liked it. It was not my favorite song on the album, but I did like it. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's not a bad song. It's fine. But it's just like I, there's yeah. really – a few really good songs in this album. So I'm like, yeah. okay, this is fine. I want to talk about these other ones. But let's talk about this music video. Charity, what were your thoughts on the music video for Sour & Sweet?
0: Yeah, it had a lot of cool visuals. It didn't really go with yeah. what I like, what I was expecting. Same, same, um, same, same. Yeah. I love this sparkly, colorful mask that he kind of pulls off, um, mm-hmm. and um, off his face in the opening scene. It looks like he's a detective solving a case. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love the scene where he's wearing all white and with the backup dancers. I that was, a, and it had like the red underneath of it. That was a really cool visual when they're dancing lots of interesting choreography, lots of cool visuals, not at all what I was expecting. What did you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like a big budget international mystery. I was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. what is happening here? He's a detective of some sort. He's like chasing a bad guy whose calling Card is sour and sweet. And we see a lot of images of him in all white, kind of signifying good and innocent. But then you have him in black and that scary mask and stuff. Like – There's, you know, kind of two versions of him. And I I was a little bit confused. I'm like, is he the bad guy too? What's happening? I know. But I thought, I thought the visuals were gorgeous. And, you know, they flew to Greece to shoot this. And I thought like, Mm. I love that they didn't do the stereotypical shots of Greece. You know, this was more about the architecture inside the interesting buildings you see some ruins, but it's not the beachy, bright images that we're used to. Mm-hmm. This is like sexy, cool nighttime grease. And I'm like, oh, my God, sign me up. I love the vibe of this so much. <laughs> so I, I love the music video. I was like, oh, what is happening? This is gorgeous. It's just really, a, it felt big budget and kind of epic, yeah. uh, which is interesting because the song doesn't feel as like this is just kind of like a mid-tempo, really pleasant song. And then this music video yeah. is like insane. But I liked it. But let's get into the album. I want to talk about the album. He gave us some good stuff. What are the songs that stood out to you the
0: most? Um, I like Let's Dance, About You, and Wings.
1: Okay. I like Feather, Ghost, Let's Dance, and Wings. so so we just
0: have two of the same. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about our different ones. I'll go first because I gave four. Okay. So Feather is the opening track. It's this dreamy music box vibe very kind of like romantic. And I think his vocals sound really good. Uh, And he says, I'm in my dream. And he kind of paints a picture for what the rest of the album is going to feel and sound like. So with that, I was hooked because I really like this sound. Interestingly, you know, Bam Bam has writing credits on every song on this album, except for Let's Dance. And he said like Feather is about him kind of arriving. And then Mm. Wings is about where he is now. Okay. Which is very interesting. But I, I just liked the sound of Feather.
0: Why did you pick About You? Oh, well, it has a sexy vibe. So that's obviously mm-hmm. my number one favorite. I love all the low tones that he does in it. Like he has a beautiful falsetto, but I love that we got to hear a lot of low tones in this song. Yes. I love I love that hip hop beats. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for this kind of song, especially when it has that vibe to it. I liked it.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really cool song. Um, then let's talk about Let's Dance.
0: Yeah, why did you like Let's Dance?
1: Uh, it's Smooth, Sexy R&B. This is a song mm. that you drink wine to and slow dance, right? Like, Yeah. And he says, like, we're dancing on our memories. It feels like um, kind of a push and pull of a relationship. And the whole album feels like it's about the ups and downs of a relationship. There's a lot mm-hmm. of emotions going on throughout this album. Uh, This almost reminds me a little bit of like a sexier version of Slow Dancing in a Burning Room by John Mayer. Mm -hmm. The same feel, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, so I I just liked it. I liked everything about it. What did you think?
0: Yeah, similar. Uh, Nice, mellow R&B song. I love the languid instrumentation, this beautiful falsetto that he goes into Mm -hmm. in the chorus. Just, uh, I am a sucker for an R&B song, so I really liked it
1: now let's talk about wings last song we both picked it uh charity what stands out to you on
0: wings i love the drums that are in the pre-chorus and the strings kind of add this dreamy effect coupled with his again that beautiful falsetto i love the instrumental and the bridge i thought that was so pretty and cool sounding just a nice Mm -hmm. way to wrap wrap up the album what did you think i I love this song
1: the drums the strings Mm -hmm. It's so pretty, but it's not like a cheesy ballad. It feels um, kind of like Feather. You're getting this whimsical vibe, but this one is a little bit more grounded. It's not as dreamy, and it's so relaxing to listen to. Delicate chorus, take me to space. The instrumental bridge is pretty and unique. I listened to this song a lot this week. Mm Mm-hmm. And if this is where Bam Bam is now, I'm so happy for him. I I, I like the sound. You also liked Ghost, right? Yes, 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 yes. Ghost may be my favorite song on the album. For me, it's between Wings mm-hmm. and Ghost. I love the kind of alternative sound and guitars. The way he comes in at the very start, first syllable. There's no build up. Dive right in. Mm-hmm. It feels heavy, but with a light sound, and I love that type of song. His heart is broken. It's sad. But the sound is so nice. the chorus and melody really pretty and simple. This song resonated with me a lot. I thought it was beautiful.
0: Mm. it was a nice album yeah, i yeah,
1: I think Bam, bam doesn't get the credit he deserves for his vocals, yeah. you know, like he's a good singer. He can really mm-hmm. sing, he has a great tone in his high register, but, like you mentioned, he's got the low notes um yeah,
0: he's got a good rank. there's
1: there's a lot there, and he wrote a bunch of these songs. I also just think he has really good taste i always like what bam mm-hmm. bam puts out he has impeccable taste and this album is another hit for me from him i think it's great
0: should, should we play, we play clip?
1: Cl- yes let's uh <laughs> let's play a clip of the single this is sour and sweet from bam bam so-
0: Yeah, this is a good song i liked it i like it
1: but i love other songs on the album you guys listen yes. to bam bam's album yes. listen to bam bam's whole catalog like he's bam bam's so so good i just love his music uh he's gonna be at Webridge expo and fast k-pop festival in vegas in a couple weeks you guys i'm going if any of you listeners are going to las vegas i will be there friday saturday so slide into those dms say hello It's hard to meet like inside the concert. So maybe we set up a place for drinks beforehand, but yeah, let me know. Bam, bam. I will see you in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Hmm, Interesting. Um, Let's move on. Let's talk about the ladies of Billy. Billy is a seven member girl group. They debuted in 2021 under Mystic 7 Entertainment. Charity and I have reviewed this group before. We really, really loved them when we were introduced to them recently. It was like, it wasn't that long ago? Last year we reviewed them for the yeah. first time. Um, this new EP, "The Billage of Perception," Chapter Three. They gave us six songs. The single I can't even pronounce. Surprise, surprise! It's called um, <laughs> Unoa, U- Unoa, right. Right. Unoa, something like that. It's E U N O I A. Billy loves to challenge us with their titles. They do.
0: Ooh, <laughs> Charity, what did what do you think of this song? I really like this song. It has funky sound, lots of cool tempo changes, really cool synth, amazing vocals. It reminds me of girl groups from like back in the day, which I feel like is a trend for sound mm-hmm. now and I am mm-hmm. all on board. Um, I love the breakdown in the bridge. They sound amazing. A little change up to their sound, which I am. I love it. Like it it works. It still feels like them, but it sounds different. I, I loved it. What do you think?
1: Yeah. This is a fun one. I love the hey yeah. at the beginning. They always surprise you and do something a little different. That 80s synth comes and goes with this funky, cool bass, interesting guitar mm-hmm. notes. It has such a catchy groove. Uh, the pre-chorus, very smooth. I love the chorus. Billy always does really interesting things with production and dynamics. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a lot of other labels and groups. This isn't what you would say is noise music at all. This isn't throwing in a bunch of stuff to see what works, but they do unique arrangements. Yeah. The songs go somewhere else and it always works for me. I loved this one. I think it's a total hit and it's one that I'll keep listening to. I'm really happy with this, this song. What about the music video? Schoolgirl energy, cute, relatable, yeah. approachable, and likable. Very, very smart. Definitely new jeans vibes. Um, mm-hmm. There's like this magical owl that's guiding them. And then yeah, uh, a great styling, school uniforms, casual black and pink outfits. Again, it's very relatable. It's less makeup. It's realistic hair. I love the turn K-pop is taking. Yeah, th- this is and, and you know, again, I'm going to say it's new jeans when they came out with attention. This was the the look is it's very different compared to the past couple of years with girl groups. And I love it. Cool choreography so rhythmic and fun. Snapshots at the end were very cute. They just feel like the cool, nice girls that everyone wants to be friends with. And then they walk yes. into this place like with a neon owl sign outside. And I feel like maybe that's foreshadowing the next music video, maybe. Mm -hmm. whatever it is this is a hit I absolutely I already loved the song and then with the music
0: video I was like wow do I love these girls
1: this is so so good what did
0: you think yeah very similar notes uh they look so cute I love that school uniforms they're kind of just dancing around having fun the choreography was really fun that little owl that was flying about the whole time was so cute you just want to be friends with them. Like, they don't seem yes. intimidating. They seem really nice. I Yeah. I like this trend. It They're very relatable. They don't seem, like, um, unapproachable, which I think some yes. girls can, can.
1: But they're also yeah. not, like, the goody two-shoes. Like, no. They're, they're not, not they're like, so cool. goody two-shoes straight A's. They're just the cool, nice girls. Like yes. the, There's yeah. something that they capture so perfectly in the middle of, I think, at least who I want to be, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Let's. We both love the single. Let's talk about the rest of the album. What song stood out to you?
0: I loved Lionheart, The Real Me, mm. uh, Various and Precious, Moment of Inertia, and <laughs> Nevertheless. Okay, we're going to talk about every song on the CP tonight because I liked <laughs> I liked
1: Enchanted Night, White Night, and Extraordinary. So we've got every so song. Funny. Okay. Charity, you start because you had okay. one more
0: than me. Give us your thoughts. Okay. Um, I liked Lionheart. Uh, this is kind of a different sound for them. I love the beat so much; it has a like a reggaeton kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to dance. The chorus is insanely catchy. I love the bridge and all the ad libs. They tried something different with this album, and I am so on board. Uh, What was your next, the next song? Um, The
1: opener, actually. Enchanted Night, Mm -hmm. White Night. What a groove to start off the album. Like, I just love this sound. Nice tones. Cool chorus. I thought um, Harem and Moon Sua's voice in this one really stood out. Another banger of a bridge. I like their bridges every time. It's just like, yeah, here we go. The second the song started, I loved it. And, you know, the whole album's good, so... Give us another song, Charity, and tell, let's let the Queendom know about this one. Okay.
0: This is actually my favorite song Various and Precious, Moment of Inertia. Amazing 80 Cent. Love it. Mm-hmm. Airy vocals that add to that retro sound. I love all the vocal layering and the bridge. They sounded insanely good. It's, just, it's current, it's fun. I loved it. This song was on repeat for me. I liked Extraordinary. I think that might
1: have been my favorite. The beat had a really familiar feel that I couldn't place. It's a little retro, definitely funky. Harem is killing this one too. Um, mm-hmm. The voices in this group are just so nice. Like, and, they get, and this song, we get some really cool harmony moments that I appreciate. But I mean, every song's good. Give us your last one, Charity.
0: Uh, the last one is Nevertheless. This song has such a groove. I love the phrasing and the chorus so much. It's so cool. Mm. It's catchy. It's different. Amazing vocal layering. They do that a lot, which I love. The insane ad-libs at the end. The the girls can really sing. And I feel like this album especially showed it off. And it was such a different sound. I loved it.
1: This whole album, like, it's so, so good. We liked every
0: song. (laughs) Seriously. We literally,
1: every (laughs) single song stood out to us. So, uh, we If you haven't checked out Billy, check them out. And and I also just want to say they're gorgeous. Like, yeah. The music's great. They're pretty, cool choreography. They should be huge. Like this group deserves yeah. to be huge. So please give them a listen if you haven't. Honestly, they're awesome. If you trust us at all, try out Billy. They're amazing. And they got their first ever win this week with the single. Oh, so congratulations. Them. Deserved. Um, I hope that this skyrockets them. Let's play a clip. Let's get in a dancing mood. This is the newest song from Billy, which I can't pronounce. Charity, do you want to
0: give it a try? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, no, ooh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Anua, Anua, uh, I think it's Anua. Sorry, guys, uh, but this is the newest single from Billy.
0: it to turn it yes this is such a great song i love them
1: oh i love them too
0: so, so good. Congratulations,
1: Billy. We're huge fans. We're rooting for you. Y'all, check this out. We're not lying. This is good stuff. Let's move on. But we're not moving far away from these ladies. It's our favorite segment of the show. You know what it is, Charity. Our queendom knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Bang Chan from Stray Kids, what's up? We know you know what it is. And of course, I know <laughs> what it is. It's quiz, quiz time, time. Billy. I said so good. <laughs> I was a little too excited. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that was. To be fair, my voice has been hoarse since the concert. Yes. Um, yes. So that's why. Okay, this week's quiz, it's about Billy. We're doing a fun Billy quiz. If you want to play along with us, click the link in the description of this podcast or check out our Twitter page. We post it there every Friday. Last week's quiz was a dud charity. Everybody got the same answer. So
0: hopefully this quiz is better.
1: We're finding out which member. Which member of Billy are you? So this will be fun. Okay. Charity, are you ready to find out which Billy member you are? I am so ready. Okay. Question number one. What color do you think you're associated with the most? Dark blue, peach pink, red, yellow, or purple? Um, I say yellow because of my hair. I was thinking about that for me as well, and also because I like—I think my energy is more yellow these days. But I really want us to get something different, so I'm going to go with fiery red. Oh yes,
0: okay. So the next is what's your Myers-Briggs, your MBTI? They have some listed, but it's if yours isn't listed, it's either other or you don't know what it is. What's yours? Mine is there. I'm an ENFP. Uh mine is not there. I'm an INFJ. So I will say other. Okay. Which of these emojis do you think represents you the best?
1: Turtle, cat, chick, bunny,
0: moon with a face, a pink bow, or a pink flower? I am going to say cat.
1: I'm going to say a moon with a face because I'm really into like the moon and stuff. Mm.
0: Uh, Which of these categories do you think you can excel at? Vocal, dance, rap, all of the above, or acting? I'm just going to say all of the above. I'm a talented girl charity. (laughs) I'm going to say
1: rap. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do Do you have siblings? yes. A brother or brothers? Yes. A sister, sisters? Or no, I don't have any. Only child? Um, I might have both. So,
0: <laughs> so well. I guess I'll just pick sister. Yeah. I have to pick one. Yeah. I'll pick sister.
1: Because I have a brother. We're going to get a different result. Uh, yes, yeah. I, I have a brother.
0: Um, Choose a K-pop group you think you'd fit into.
1: Mm, Espa, that's a good question. Etsy,
0: huh? Seventeen, T by T, Twice, and Mix or Billy. Oh, I'd like to fit into 17 because I want to hang out
1: with those guys, but I think if I'm being <laughs> honest, uh, 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 uh twice. Okay. What's your hair color? Black, dark, brown dyed, a bright color, blonde, light Brown or two toned.
0: A blonde, which we'll have to pick the same one for this one.
1: We're going to have to pick the same one. I could go as two-toned yeah. right now because my roots are really bad, but yeah, I'm blonde. <laughs> 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 need, to get, need to make that uh, hair appointment. I looked at the mirror today and I was like, yeah.
0: geez. Okay. <laughs> uh, would you consider yourself a social butterfly? Yes or no?
1: Yes. I just fly around. Uh, that is a no for me.
0: It's a hard no for charity.
1: It's like a, it's a hard I'm like no. literally picturing myself like <laughs> flying around all these rooms as I say that. Charity's like no, no, no. Okay. Oh, what's your favorite Billy song? Snowy night, ring, X ring, Ginga Minga Yo, flipping a coin, flowered, the eleventh day or
0: other. I'm gonna say ring ring. I'm gonna say flipping a coin. Um, lastly, which of the members would you like to live for a day if you could? Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say harem. Um, that's who I was gonna say. So to be different, I'm gonna pick Moonsua. You know what we forgot to do during our
1: segment? We didn't update everyone with our bias and wrecker. Let's do that quickly before we get our results.
0: Who is your Billy bias and wrecker? My bias is harem, and my record is moonsua. Okay, we're the exact same. <laughs> I think that's no, what I've mean, yeah.
1: but like definitely, yeah. yeah. So
0: we we're on the
1: same page tonight, Charity. Our Billy bias harem, our record is moonsua. Now let's get our results. Which Billy member would you be? Drumroll. roll. I
0: got Haruna. What's your description? You're most like our sweet Makne. <gasps> Cute. Uh, she's known for her quiet, but fun personality. She's an amazing idol. Despite her short trainee time, you're loved by all your friends. They adore you. You tend to be quiet in bigger groups, but open up quickly. That's actually true. That's
1: actually a good one. Yeah. That's pretty accurate yeah, on you, Charity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I'm Moonsua. It says, yeah. you're like the all arounder Moonsua. You're funny, nice, and talented. Everyone loves being around you. There's literally nothing you can't do. You're a hard worker and love your friends, teammates, and it doesn't hurt that you excel at Polaroid photography. All of that is correct except for Polaroid photography. I'm not good at taking (laughs) pictures. Like, but I will agree with the rest of it. I'm just the greatest person alive, apparently. (laughs) This is a great quiz. I really agreed with my result. Uh, Very accurate results on this one. It must be scientific. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Let us know who you got. I think this is a good quiz. We both got pretty accurate answers. And yeah, I'm happy with that. I'll take it. Yeah. Let's move on to some K-pop news. The world of K-pop moves quickly. So forgive me if I forgot anything. I'm also coming off Stray Kids Stadium Tour Bender weekend. So (laughs) my brain's been a little slower this week. First off, Jimin, like crazy. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 100. That's a massive achievement for any artist, for a K-pop soloist. It's huge. And it's crazy considering there's no real radio play, you know? Yeah. Um, Like the Billboard article around it, they mentioned that they did release a few remixes, which may have helped, but it wasn't anything like, you know, the BTS 12 Butter remixes or whatever. So I don't think that's like really what it was. I'm guessing it's a lot of fans and a lot of support and money behind Jimin. Uh, propelled him there. So, congratulations to his fans and to Jimin. That's massive. And his album, which we reviewed last week, "Face," debuted at number two, around one hundred and sixty-four thousand units. Crazy. But the thing is, no one's touching Morgan Whalen. He's at least four weeks at number one, pulling massive wow. numbers. Massive numbers for that guy. But still, number two with one hundred sixty-four. That's huge. In another, you know. Four months ago, that would have been the number one song, a number one album. So, congratulations to Jimin. Well, there is some good news and bad news, Charity. Let's get with the good first. Taman is home. Taman is back. Yay! Our man is back. Everyone needs to watch out because the best soloists in K-pop, the vocal superstars, Bacon and Taman, are back from military. I know. SM is going to be eating well this year. It is on. We are ready. Bring back, like, here's what I want. I want an XO comeback. I want a shiny comeback. I want a Super M comeback. I want a bacon comeback. And I want a taming comeback. I would like tours for all of these. That's all. That's all I'm asking. That's all we're asking for. Not much. No. No, we're not demanding (laughs) K-pop fans. Here's what I want. (laughs) Listen listen up, SM. (laughs) 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 Um, anyways uh, welcome home Taman we missed you K-pop missed you K-pop needs you excited for what's to come the sad news is our guy from Monster X Minhyak enlisted this week just absolutely devastating absolutely devastating Um, I'm not ready for the footage if you guys are fans you know they have a tradition the youngest after you so the next one in line to enlist shaves your head so Minyak shaved Shonu's, Kian shaved Minyak's, and then they all ride in a van together to enlistment, and they stay together till he has to go. Um, it's very sad. The video of Shonu leaving was devastating. And I think what's really cool with this one, because Shonu is a civil servant, not active duty, he came and met up with them before they got in the van. So he could say bye to Minyuk and take a picture with the group and with him. And he was there the night before at Minyuk's, like final dinner. So we'll get to see some of that footage soon, I think. But oof. no, I don't like seeing that, Charity. I, mm. I know. I was very sad with Minyuk. I will say um, Minyuk might be the handsomest person I've ever seen.
0: With this new haircut, holy crap.
1: Like a lot of times when idols shave their head, it's not a good look. Let's get real. Minyuk is hotter than ever. Hotter than ever. ever. He looks hotter than all the K drama actors who have gone in. I'm just like shook at how good he looks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Vinyak, y- y'all need to put some respect on his name when it comes to handsomest idols. He's insane. He's so good looking. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. So it was a roller coaster week for us when it, with enlistment. Uh, I don't think that's going to end. I'm expecting J Hope to enlist any day now. Um, mm-hmm. The time is here. So we're going to get that, I think, very soon. And then Jin Young from GOT7, he wrote his letter and shared it today. He's enlisting next month. Sejun from Victon, he's enlisting in June. So we've got a lot of our guys, you know, our faves from our fave groups. It's mm-hmm. that time where they're all enlisting now. Um, when we got into K-pop, our faves were, you know, like, straight kids age now. Time goes by quick. <laughs> yeah. It really um, does. Yeah. It's insane. But anyways, uh Sugar, Sugar is dropping a new album April 21st. The pre-release single comes out Friday. It's uh features IU, which is interesting. So we will be talking about that next week. We figured he must be releasing an album before this tour. It seemed kind of weird to announce yeah. this tour when yeah. you haven't released anything. So get ready for that one 17 come back april 24th uh it's a full album i think they're giving us like 13 songs and the album is called fml which Hmm. i think a lot of us know what that means i i'm here for Mm -hmm. it here for it uh b2b has a comeback in may and la seraphim announced a may 1st comeback a lot of good music coming Shout out to uh, Rujin from Itzy and Hyunjin and Changbin from Stray Kids. They were recently honored for their charitable donations. Rujin donated 50 million won for wildfire victims and also another 50 million for earthquake relief efforts in Turkey and Syria. A hundred million won is 77,000. So in total, she donated 77,000 in a year for those efforts and then Hyunjin and Changbin they both each donated 100 million won they both each donated 77,000 dollars for earthquake relief efforts in Turkey and Syria mm. so we stand some good guys appreciate all of that that's all we have for you this week apologize if I didn't get to everything but it moves fast Is that time charity we we have a lot of interesting yes. music
0: what is your song of the week I got to go with Various and Precious by Billy.
1: All right. Then I'm going to go. I love Billy, but I want to give my man Bam Bam some love. And really this week, two of his songs were my most listened to. So I'm going to go with Ghost from Bam Bam. Mm -hmm. We will be back next week with an all new episode. Uh, Reminder, new episodes drop on Friday mornings. Next week, we've got a new song from Suga, a new song from Mark from NCT, and I've We've got a full album from those ladies. So big show next week. We will be here. Hopefully, you will be too. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this community. Uh, we love K-pop, and we love talking to you every week, and we want to really thank everyone who's reached out. It reminds us we're not talking to a void. You, know, you can see stats and numbers and stuff, but it's always nice... To hear from people. And it's really nice to uh meet people in person. And we don't take those opportunities for granted. Again, it was lovely meeting you all this weekend. And if I didn't get a chance to meet you, I sincerely apologize. Uh it's tough at those concerts. But thank you all so much for being part of this uh podcast with us. We love you. We hope you're safe and happy and healthy. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, Queendom.
0: We love you guys so much. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.